0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, April seventh. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWoskin. Matt, how are you doing?
1: I'm hanging there, doing not about yourself.
0: I'm good. I'm good. We're we're in our second show now of the season. We made it through the first week, and Matt, I've got to say, we're pretty good at this. We've done this before. <laughs> Are you ready to crown both of us champions already? We're in our fourth <laughs> season of Field of Dreams, and I think I think we have this figured out.
1: I was a little bit I was a little bit upset that that that, that the trigger gave you your fourth straight win.
0: Yeah. We have picked four days' worth of guys so far, and that's eight picks, and seven of them got wins. And you had Kyle Gibson on Thursday, who pitched okay, too, but, you know, didn't get the win. But, yeah, seven for eight on wins is pretty nuts for us to start the year. Yeah. Our strikeout rates could use some help, but my ERA is .79, and yours is two oh five, like... Good start for us. Good start for us. Uh, I
1: like that That's we're good. like like split in the two, you know, you know, in the four categories so far. I've got whip by point zero one and two and I have strikeouts by two and you're ahead of me in, in wins by one and ERA by like a f- you know, more than a full point.
0: Yeah. It's real early, uh, definitely. But so far so good. We'll do a quick rundown of it. Uh we had Jeremy Hellickson and Urban Santana and they both were adequate. They were fine. We took CC Sabathia, both of us, in Tampa Bay, and he pitched fine. No earned runs. Only Tampa two strikeouts, Bay. but you'll take it. Uh, the, the tough one was Dylan Bundy, and he pitched great. He was awesome against Toronto, allowed a run, but struck out eight over seven. Uh, I got a few congratulations on Twitter, and I'm like, look, I don't trust him for the year. He scares me. <laughs> His elbow scares me. Use him while he's good, but I didn't draft him. You know, I'm 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 a little wary of how it's gonna go. But you know, as long as he's healthy, go nuts. And you picked on Kansas City with three or four, and that went fine too. They don't look bad. Yeah. Uh, I had Andrew Triggs, who I liked because of his control numbers, and he struck out one over five and two thirds. <laughs> didn't look as good, but didn't get hurt too bad by the Angels. No. So yeah. And the Matt, the other thing is we're doing this hitters thing. Oh, That's boy. been a little bit tougher so far. <laughs> <laughs> they were only uh four in i'm going to uh you know toot my own horn cuz i called franklin Gutierrez, and he batted cleanup against the lefty didn't do anything but he got in there and they're going to use him and then i like andrew Tolles, who i still say is underrated he's been mm-hmm. leading off for them against righties these are two guys that yeah didn't do much on the days i picked them but if we're looking for underrated guys uh some of those dodgers platoon guys are going to be going to be dudes that are going to do stuff so yeah. Did you have anything, Matt, about uh, the stuff that we've picked so far?
1: I was crushed by Yandy Diaz struggling against Martin Perez. I thought he. Yeah. I, I just. I I was convinced he was going to come through with some ridiculous day and just nothing.
0: We're gonna we're gonna drive ourselves nuts if we you worry are. too much about the hitting thing because that's very much more of a long con. Uh, probably flukier for us. I like can. It's, it's we're gonna do really well or really bad. I don't know, but we're hunting the first home run.
1: Yes, and the first stolen base.
0: And the first stolen base. It's going to be fun. That's a new part of this experiment for the show.
1: Mm.
0: Matt, I'm going to ask you in a second what anything you got before we dive into our picks for the weekend. But my one note that I did want to say since our last show is, how did we not pick Bryce Harper on opening day? Because he hit a home run for his fifth opening day in a row. Newsflash, he's only had five opening days. Every opening day, he's gone deep. We could've picked him. Would have been ninety nine percent on. could've done it. Hit a home run again. Uh we dropped the ball there. That's gonna be a must do next year. I feel like <laughs> that's just kinda of ridiculous. Yeah, Matt, you got anything before we get into our picks? I'm just glad baseball's
1: back. I really am. I mean, just yeah, like, it's just such, such perfect background noise to write to, it really is.
0: Yeah. That's what my dad said too. My dad's like, I'm not fully watching every game, but just having it on the T V is really nice. And yeah, it really
1: is. Yeah, no. it's, it's good.
0: Well, all right, I'm sure we'll have some other things to talk about, but as we get more goofy, we can throw them to the back of the show. But let's get to these picks. Okay. All right, we're going to start with Friday, April 7th, and again, we're going to pick a hitter and a pitcher for each day. So, Matt, on Friday, there were a lot of options, but not many I was that excited about. But as we're getting to the back of these rotations at the end of this first week, there are guys under 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues, which is our, our benchmark for pitchers. Matt, who are you looking at on Friday for pitching? Yeah, let's start with our pitcher.
1: All right, yeah, again, like you said, we're in the, we're into the back end of these rotations, so there actually are a bunch of options. Not they're not very good options.
0: No, there's not.
1: But options nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mike Foltynewicz versus Ivan Nova. I believe, for all purposes, I think Nova too owned.
0: Yeah, Nova's too high. People are believing in him a lot this year. He's mm. the Pirate's Magic, whatever. He's 61% owned. We cannot grab Ivanova.
1: Sadly. Yeah, my um, Fultonovich, not not 61% owned, but also not somebody I'd like to pick in our contest because he tends to get brains bashed in.
0: Yeah, the the downside's pretty low. He's interesting. He can strike guys out and throw hard, but when it goes bad, it can go real bad. Agreed. And we, we hold these ratios all year, so.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Next up, Jin Ryu versus Kyle Freeland. I think Freeland would be available in our contest. I I have no interest in, in picking a you know, rocky starter in Colorado, so hard pass.
0: Here's the thing. Hyunjin Ryu, also eligible, forty one percent on, which, in my opinion, is also too low. He's an interesting guy. He is worth a flyer. I don't want any part of him in Colorado, though, do you? Agre-
1: no, agreed. I, I, yeah. That's not where I want him making his first start. Yeah, uh, think
0: about him, but not on Friday, yeah.
1: Next up, we have uh, Luis Perdomo versus Madison Bumgarner in San Diego. I'm passing on Perdomo.
0: Yeah. In San Diego makes you maybe think twice, but no. Pass.
1: Uh, against Madison, against Bumgarner. So, you, you know, you're probably not looking at a W, so yeah. you're hoping to get counting stats, and Perdomo is typically not the guy you'd, you'd want for that. Yeah. Uh, Luis Severino versus Ubaldo Jimenez in a race to see who can give up the most runs the fastest, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, that's what that's the subtext when you buy your ticket for this. That's what they're what they're advertising. So
1: next up, uh Wayne Chen versus Zach Wheeler. I believe Chen is eligible. I don't think Wheeler is. He might they're be.
0: They're both in, they're both eligible. They're both on the table. Why? Coming in. Yeah, and they're both a little bit interesting. Chen is only nine percent owned, which in my opinion is a little too low. And then Wheeler currently is twenty eight percent owned. People have forgotten about Zach Wheeler.
1: For good reason,
0: <laughs> he was a prospect, but I don't know. I, I looked at him for sure. He had a—I uh, know we try not to buy into this too much—but he had a 5.11 ERA in spring training, uh, seven walks, and a hit batsman, four home runs allowed, mm-hmm. and only seven strikeouts in 12 innings in spring training. So,
1: I don't know how stretched out he's going to be.
0: Yeah. Also, that they're going to be careful with him. So,
1: if he goes past five innings, I'd be impressed in his first start. Honestly. Francisco Liriano versus Matt Andresi with Francisco Liriano trying to set the Mike Morgan record for the most teams pitched on.
0: The one I always think of is Octavio Dotel, but oh, really? Kenny Lofton's another one too, right?
1: Kenny, yeah, for 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 hitters, Kenny would absolutely be one. Yeah, I think he played just better everywhere. Yeah, for for, for pitching, I always think of Mike Morgan because I think he he actually did pitch in like thirteen cities or something like that.
0: Yeah, Dotel was a ton too, but I don't know. Liriano sixty one percent owned. You know, right now he's okay, not eligible.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of like him in Tampa. If, if you're looking for a guy to, as you know, the second half of your pitcher stack, I I would be fine rolling with Francisco Loriano. Yeah. Uh, except we have Raúl Al- Alcantara versus H. A. J. Griffin in mm-hmm. a matchup. I just know I don't want either of those guys.
0: Oh, oh, pass there. What would, would you rather have, Alcantara plus Griffin, or the next one, Phil Hughes and Derek Holland?
1: Like, given the choice, like. So so, my choice is Alcantara and Griffin, total stats, versus Hughes and Holland, total stats. I would probably go Hughes and Holland, and I would feel awful about it.
0: It's, they're both pretty, yeah. That's, it's troubling, is the word I'll use. It's troubling.
1: Next up, Brett Anderson versus Jimmy Nelson. Anderson, kind of intriguing here. Nelson, against the Cubs, no way. Against the Cubs in Milwaukee, no way.
0: We did this all last year, being like, oh, Jimmy Nelson, oh, the Cubs again? Yes. That's where we faced the Cubs like eight times last year. Italy. And they're like... No way, and I'm always a sucker for Brett Anderson. I did not pick him, but I at least thought about it. I considered okay. it.
1: All right, next up we have Jason Vargas versus Mike Fires in perhaps one of the most mediocre matchups we've seen this year. I mean, I guess Phil Hughes, Derek Holland might might might, might have it in, in yeah. our rankings at this point, but that's awfully mediocre.
0: Yeah. Somehow, the Reds are way better than like the last six you mentioned or so. Amir Garrett gets Mike leak. Amir Garrett is at least interesting. Do you know anything about Amir Garrett? I know he's
1: he's he's like a borderline prospect who's getting a look because they really they have like literally
0: nobody to start. They have nobody. He's he's a real prospect. Not like a you know top like super stud, but he's a prospect, and he won the job out of spring. Not that he had a ton of competition, but he's good. He's jumping up. I don't know. He's at least interesting. I mean, you want him over Jason Vargas ten times out of ten.
1: Wait till we get to Saturday with the Reds, dude.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. We'll get there. It's okay. Back of the rotation. He's yeah.
1: Got Giovanni Gallardo pitching against Jesse Chavez again. Oh. That's. That's incompet- that's also up there to th- with the most mediocre metric possible. And finally, we have Josh Tomlin versus Shelby Miller. I like Josh Tomlin pitching against the National League team.
0: I think about it, but the Josh Tomlin thing is always borderline guaranteed to give up one home run to start, but mm. it doesn't walk anybody, so it's going to be a solo shot. Okay. You know, and in Arizona. Arizona is what I'm scared of, not the lineup as much as the park.
1: It's Arizona in April, in April though.
0: I know. I'm not saying you can't. I, I like Josh Tomlin. He's interesting. Homeritis, but good control. He is. Uh, he's only 17% owned. Do you want to go with Josh Tomlin? Yeah,
1: I'm rolling with Josh Tomlin,
0: 100%. I don't think you're crazy there at all. You can do that.
1: No, I'm not crazy there. It's a good pick. That's why I made it.
0: I considered Mike Leake getting the reds, but that's just so boring. And sometimes with the show, I want to like not necessarily go with... Sometimes I want to play the game like for the show as much as I want to like win the contest. And how much fun is it to win with Mike Leake? I don't know. I am going to go with, uh, you didn't mention Stephen Wright gets the Tigers. And the Tigers are a little bit scary, but Stephen Wright is under-owned. He had an amazing first half last year, cooled off a little bit, got hurt, but he's back. He's only 42% owned, and he had an ERA in the low threes last year. It's a knuckleballer. It, who knows? But my point is at 42% on Steven Wright, it's, it's too low. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping he pitches more like the first half instead of the second half. But okay. Jerry was 3 3 3 last year. I'll take that I'll, on what is admittedly a pretty ugly day to pick from. Agreed. So, yeah, I'm taking Steven Wright. I'm interested in Ryu. No thanks. At freeland's kind of a prospect, but, First time getting the Dodgers in, in Colorado underway. In Zach Wheeler, interested, but not that first start. Brett Anderson, ugh. Ugh, he's burned me so many times. I was years. so
1: convinced you are going to take Brett Anderson. I,
0: really... I strongly thought about it, but he didn't have a great spring either. And I'm not sure the strikeouts are there anymore, but I'm interested. All right, Matt, we let's pick a few hitters okay. on Friday. We're going to pick one, go on the record with one, but we want to have some alternates because they're a little bit harder to predict. Okay. So... I am my strategy here is to pick two different games in case one gets rained out. So I'm either picking on Ubaldo Jimenez with some Yankees, or I'm picking on uh on Kyle Freeland with some Dodgers. Really? And I'm
1: I went Okay, we, we went very different directions in this day. I like it. Good.
0: Okay, so I we also made a rule that I don't know if we talked about in the first episode, <laughs> is that we're not going to allow one player to be picked uh, more than once a week.
1: Oh, I thought it was I thought it was once a year. No, once a week. Okay, I mean, okay, wow, okay, that makes sense. You can
0: set the rule however you want. I thought, I thought it was a week. I thought it was once a year. I'm sorry. We we consider that we're figuring things out. I I think we should do once a week or once a series, but I don't know. Do you have a strong opinion about it?
1: I, I kind of like the once a year thing I mean because that's where strategy comes in I, I don't know I think this is probably better served for off air but sure. I would I would given a choice I'd prefer once a year but I I, I think this you know we could we could do once a week that's fine
0: maybe we'll do once a month I don't know we'll figure this out so we're gonna not repeat this week yeah. we'll figure it out before the start of the next show okay deal the point is I like Franklin Gutierrez in Colorado but I just took him so'm I'm, I'm on the record of I like that. I can't do it, but I'm going to throw that out there. Look at what old Twig's doing. Did you see that, though? He has three homers between Wednesday and Thursday, and the reason I'm paying attention, other than it's Colorado, and of course he has talent, is there was a quote from him where he was like, oh, i got to hit the ball in the air so I can make my money, or whatever. Did you see this quote? No. <laughs> they asked him, and he was like, yeah, if I don't hit the ball in the air, they won't line my pockets, or like something outrageous like that. Which is one hilarious, especially from Yusei Puig. But two, he's apparently, supposedly changing his approach, and that's noteworthy. A lot of people are talking about, you know, swing trajectory and stuff lately. But changing
1: his approach to hit, like specifically hitting more home runs—that's his change in approach. I'm going to hit home runs every time I go up.
0: Yeah, and he's hit three in the last two days. So he's going to Colorado. You might be paying a lot. Um, He's only 73% owned in Yahoo leagues. I'm, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of percentage room to play from as we're four games in. I, I averaged, uh, let's see, oh, on the hitters, I averaged 6% owned before. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Yasil Puig in Colorado. Okay. But I also like the Yankees. Um, I thought about Aaron Judge getting a ball, though. Aaron Judge, unclear yet whether he's gonna be able to hit in the major leagues, but, Serious, serious power, and it's Ubaldo. He's only 31% owned. Uh, Aaron Judge has the opportunity to be a real hitter. He's a monster of a man. He's huge. So him getting Ubaldo, I'm fine with. And then Jacoby Ellsbury, 60% owned. And just looking for a guy batting fifth, bats left-handed, gets Ubaldo. Any of the Yankees that aren't super owned, like, like Ellsbury, I'm totally fine with too. But okay. I'm going to go with UCL Puig in uh, a 73% ownership rate. I'm going to buy into him. Uh, not I'm buying more into what he said than him being hot. Not chasing the home runs the last couple days, but also just that. So, yeah, I got Puig. Matt, who are you going with?
1: Okay, uh, my A pick, the pick I'm going with. I see AJ Griffin, and I just I, I gotta look for those lefties, and I found one sure. in, in my guy Matt Joyce.
0: Okay, that you know what? I'm totally fine with that too. That's a good one.
1: One percent owned.
0: One percent. That is way too low. Also,
1: I can't believe it's. I honestly I couldn't believe it was that high.
0: <laughs> he had a good year last year. I don't know if it makes him fantasy relevant, but he's he's a guy. He can hit, yeah. And AJ Griffin just gets torched by lefties, so mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good pick. That's a good A pick.
1: Okay, B pick. Also at one percent owned. I'm I'm gonna roll Robbie Grossman against Derek Holland.
0: Okay, okay, because he can beat on those uh beat on those lefties. Yes. I can see that for sure. Yeah, not sure he's going to make it in, but if he does, that's kind of a I have to keep an eye on. it.
1: And lastly, my C pick, a guy who, you know, just in case, he probably will make it in at 15% owned. Mm-hmm. Tyler Nakin
0: gets Shelby Miller. Okay, I could see that too. If you're hoping that Shelby Miller is still terrible, which there's a part of me that feels like he could bounce back, but I don't think he's ever going to bounce back to being good. Just can't be as bad as he was last year, maybe. But it was so
1: awful last
0: year. So, something was wrong. I just think something had to be wrong. But uh, I'm fine with picking on him for sure. Yeah. And Tyler Naquin. I just looked. Only 15% owned. That's too low for him. Mm. He can he can do that. So cool. That's three good picks for Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Saturday, Matt. This is some more ugly pitching. You you buried the lead. Says you. <laughs> there's guys to go with. Uh, I know who you're taking. You're gonna be sad. I'm taking the right, the same guy. There's there's an obvious choice here on Saturday. Is this but, there? All right, I think so. Oh,
1: it, it's Bronson Arroyo, isn't it? That's who you're gonna roll out there with. We
0: gotta talk about Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo is back, and again, not buying too much into spring stats, but he pitched okay in spring. You don't care. I don't care. Not going near him. Can totally okay. pick against him.
1: When when you when when you said that Amir Garrett won a rotation spot, yes,
0: in the same rotation as Bronson Arroyo. So
1: you know, forty. I think he's forty-one or forty years old. Either way, Well, a, per, a person older than myself is who hadn't pitched in, in at the major league level in three seasons.
0: Yeah, one rotation. Are, are you going to watch the game? Are you going to watch him? Um, I doubt I'll be home. How cool would it be if he puts up like twenty five starts with like a three eight ERA this year, which is like totally doable? How sweet would that be All right. if he comes back and is like? An okay pitcher. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to have Bronson back. And
1: he'll do so with like you know twelve strikeouts and two hundred innings, and it'll be boring. Yeah.
0: So it'll be super boring. But he's back. He gets the Cardinals. That'll so probably be ugly. RA Dickey is about the same age. He gets the Braves. That'll be whatever. Twins have Adalberto Mejia, who is at least a prospect and a little bit interesting.
1: Is he pitched at the major league level before? Or is this his debut?
0: uh he's pitched the major leagues before okay i think okay. he came up and has looked around
1: but so he, he doesn't he doesn't count Is the theory
0: yeah uh you also have man the white Sox are still running out miguel gonzalez they picked him up and he's just innings eating i don't know whatever
1: <laughs> during the offseason i was like working out the white Sox rotation mm-hmm. and i honestly
0: forgot he was on the team He's kind of forgettable. <laughs> he's, but he's not awful. No, he, but he's not awful. He's completely forgettable. <laughs> he's good for a team like the White Sox right now. Uh, not for streaming. Can't do it. No. Chad Cool gets the Braves. Okay, I guess the Braves aren't as bad as you think, even though they're not good. Kendall Graveman gets the Rangers. I'm at least a little bit intrigued by Kendall Graveman, but pass. Uh, Yolis Chassin gets the Giants. You're gonna tell me you kind of <laughs> like him at home. I don't pass against Matt Cain. <sighs> Against Matt Kane, maybe. If you're win hunting, which I suppose you can. To me, there's two. There's Trevor Bauer going to Arizona, getting his old team. And he's 45% owned. Trevor Bauer is talented, can strike guys out, and he can also be super maddening. Might be a whip killer. But that's a guy. That's a pitcher with, if you squint, there's some upside. Matt, you're going to pick Robert Gasselman. Don't lie to me. You want Robert Gasselman? Tell me about it. I'm taking him. I know, too. There's upside there. He's trendy. You like him more than I do, even. Tell me about Robert Goodsellman.
1: Honestly, he he reminds me a lot of a young Jacob Gram,
0: Okay. And in what way? The hair?
1: Hair I haven't seen, but in stature and in repertoire.
0: hmm Just one of those, like, wasn't really a prospect coming up, and then all of a sudden, oh, look, he's really good. Oh, look, also. he's,
1: you know, a giant person who throws really hard and has breaking stuff, and... There, there's upside there. He's kind of exciting.
0: Yeah, I, he was one of those like sleeper picks for a lot of people, and they were trying to figure out if he was going to make the rotation. Was yeah. the first part correct? And the Mets got him in there at the end. I mean, last year he was awesome. He had a two-four-two ERA for them in seven starts uh, and a relief appearance. He had four to two strikeouts, fifteen walks. He he was good out of the pen last year, and that was enough to get everybody's attention. Hmm. Not over a long span, but enough. It's it's a flyer. It's it's a guy that could be interesting, could be good and also could be back in the minors, you know, by the end of the month. So, yeah, did you also pick Robert Giselman?
1: I worked awfully hard at Adam Conley, but I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah. We we like Adam Conley, but the matchups even better, I suppose. I don't know. Are you scared of the Marlins at all?
1: I'm more scared of the Mets against Conley than I am of the Marlins against Giselman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree. That's kind of where I'm at. So Conley's interesting, but you got to go at least this early while he's interesting. Get on Gaselman. He's 42% owned. It might be the only time this year we get to pick him. Yeah, if he has one good start, he's done. You know, he's he jumps over the line. So taking Gaselman while we can. Um Was there anybody else interesting to you? I mean Shacine and Bauer and whatever. Your,
1: your cuddle buddy John Gray.
0: Yeah, he's way too high owned though. He's not Oh is he? Yeah. People people are in on John Gray. He strikes out enough people out. He's uh seventy eight percent owned. I just looked up Gray. He's seventy eight percent owned. Sunny Gray is only sixty four percent. So <laughs> there's that. So there's a lot of good pictures going that day too. So, there's still people to beat up on, though. So, oh, yes. Matt, where are you looking at for hitters on Saturday? Okay,
1: my A pick, I've got... I'm I'm picking on Bronson Royal.
0: Sure. I looked at it. The problem is that there aren't that many part-time hitters that are going to hop in on the Cardinals, you know, lineup, so...
1: There's one guy who's probably going to hop in. Okay. Uh, mighty Matt Adams.
0: Yeah, I, I like Matt Adams. Uh, why do you think he's going to get into this game specifically?
1: Lefty on righty. Uh, Arroyo, historically, I mean, this is going like you know, way back, all the way back to 2012, has has struggled against lefties. So it's I, I I just refuse to believe there's he's been out of baseball for like two seasons, correct? Yeah. I I don't believe he can I don't believe he can just like walk into a starting rotation.
0: Here's the thing for me is not only is he real bad, uh, and even if he's okay, I don't think he's going to go deep, and it's the Reds bullpen is almost as exciting for me trying to get that Reds bullpen. We picked those Phillies righties against Brandon Finnegan uh, a couple days That's ago. Brandon well. Finnegan was great. Yes. But I was part of me was not even picking against Brandon Finnegan. It's just trying to get that Reds bullpen. This is what we're doing. So
1: Matt Adams is my A pick. My B, I'm going to go with Albert Almora versus Tommy Bones Malone.
0: Okay. I looked at this, too, and I was trying to find the right-hander there that would do it and i guess it's him i'm thinking more glove than bat for him but i also know that tommy malone's pretty bad Yes. so and yeah. albert almora three percent owned yeah and as you know the uh the brewer's Spend's nothing special either
1: just watching them this past week i think they're, they're better they're, there's more talent there than you think
0: in the bullpen or on the team in general
1: in uh, both actually but in the bullpen especially it's it's not a ba- it's not a bad bullpen. I'm gonna say it's not like okay. you know last year Cincinnati where it was just you know you know parade of bums.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which did not get much better this year. I think oh. so. I'm into Elmore, in Elmore getting Tommy Malone. I'm fine with that.
1: And lastly, my C pick. I'm gonna go with Jace Peterson at one percent against Chad
0: Cool. Oh boy, Jace Peter. You love Jace Peterson. A little bit. Yeah. I can see that, for sure. 1% is Chad Kuhl. Uh I'm fine with that. You're picking real low here. 2%, 3%, 1% on your picks.
1: Oh, just wait till we get to Sunday. Okay.
0: That'll be perfect. Well, I'm going up a little bit more. I also picked on Arroyo. Uh, I like Matt Adams if he gets in there. I'm taking Randall Gritchuk, who I think has enough power to just run into one. And that's what I'm looking for, I think. Royal will throw slow enough and straight enough. Or maybe just a bunch of junk, but if he hangs one. I don't know. I'm homer hunting a little bit. I have Randall Grichuk. He's 72% owned. Other than that, did you even think about some Padres getting Matt Cain? Matt Cain just gets worse and worse. And as bad... I know it's Petco. It's not as bad as it used to be. And I know the Padres are awful, but it's mostly on the pitching side. The hitting side won't be good, but I don't think we will be a total dumpster fire. I looked at some hitters and I'm homer hunting. Hunter Renfro gets Matt Kane. Hunter Renfro is only 60% owned. I think that by the end of April, he might be like 85, 90. This is a guy that already has a homer. He's already hitting well. He's just a, you know, he's a good right fielder. He has that hitting profile. He could have 30 plus homers this year easy. Uh, He could also, like Aaron Judge, be in the minor leagues by May 1st. I don't know, but I'm in on Hunter Renfro. And Matt Kane, and then similarly, not nearly the ceiling, but still homer hunting. Ryan Schimpf, Matt Ryan Schimpf getting Matt Kane. Why not? Tell me why not. I can't. He <laughs> can't. I'm. It, he could easily go over four, but I just I want the first home run of this season. Is what I want. I'm That's a homer hunting. Like... So I'm Randall Grichuk or Hunter Renfro or Ryan Schimpf in that order on uh, on Saturday for me. And then Matt on Sunday still an ugly weekend. Who are you looking at on the pitching side of things?
1: Pitching side there's not much to choose from.
0: No, there's not.
1: Everybody's way too you know way too owned. I mean we're you know we're not looking at aces but we're looking at guys who're just you know way too popular for us sadly.
0: Our, our boys on opening day, I had Jeremy Halickson pitch fine. He's now up to 53% owned. You had Urban Santana.
1: Yeah, up in the sixties, I believe.
0: Sixty-four. Yeah. Whoa. We somehow got our first grass of so them and they're gone. They might come back down to earth, but they're no longer eligible. We're not getting away with that twice in one week. Nope. So. Our, our boy Sabathia is still there, but he's going to Baltimore. No way, right? Pass, hard pass. Yeah, no, they you. have a lot of right-handed Correct. bats, and they, they're yeah. scary. So
1: we've got Daniel Norris going up against the Red Sox in Detroit. Right. I, it's a pass. I don't want to pick against the Red Sox this early in, in the season.
0: I don't know that we'll pick against the Red Sox all year. It would have to be a real weird situation.
1: The day after they win the division or something like that. Yeah.
0: That, maybe. But, yeah, for the most part, no thanks. That's a stay away from them offense yeah. for me.
1: up uh, my list of Zach Davies versus the Cubs. Yikes.
0: Interested in Zach Davies, not in that matchup.
1: Agreed. Uh, Nate Kearns versus Houston. Again, interested in Nate Kearns. I don't like that matchup very much I'm passing.
0: Yeah. The Astros are going to be scary, too.
1: So, Amir Garrett wins a rotation spot. Mm-hmm. In a starting rotation that features not only Bronson Arroyo, but also Scott Feldman.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Scott Feldman's back again after unsurprisingly getting whooped on on opening day. Yeah, he's going to get whooped on again. Pass.
1: Uh, Next up, Martin Perez to get whooped on by the A's. Pass. Asashi Wakuma and Matt Shoemaker, surprisingly, both way too owned.
0: Yeah, Matt Shoemaker, interesting guy, but talented guy. I can see why he's so picked up.
1: Patrick Corbin, I think, is it like 4% owned against Cleveland. I looked long and hard at this, and I couldn't talk myself into it.
0: Cleveland has a lot of good right-handed bats. They had, it's not a good matchup for him. That's mm. scary.
1: And lastly, we've got my pick. Clayton Richard at home against the Giants.
0: All right. Tell me why you're taking Clayton Richard, because... Spoiler alert, Matt. I was ready for you to roast me when I picked Clayton Richard.
1: <laughs> My thought process: first off, it's in Petco. Big plus for me, right? Yes. Yeah. Second, Richard is in fact left-handed, mm-hmm. and the entire Giants lineup is lefties, practically.
0: Yeah, they were twenty-fourth in OPS against lefties last year, and they didn't exactly turn over and add a bunch no, of new bats. No, they backs. really
1: didn't. It's it's all it's you know the Brandon Belts, the the, the Brandon Crawfords, all still there.
0: Their right-handed bats you're scared of are Buster Posey, legitimately, yep. and Hunter Pence, who's not Hunter Pence anymore. So yeah, sure, they're they're not scary yeah, against I love lefties.
1: That. Clayton Richard did really really well on opening day. I'm sorry, uh, second he, he threw the second day, did he not?
0: Uh yeah yeah sorry not on opening day the second day I picked against him with the Dodgers and he you know was awesome against yeah. them, so. Our very own Jeff Sullivan, here at Fine Graphs wrote a piece about that. And he looked at Clayton Richard in his amazing day. Clayton Richard is trying to reinvent himself. I don't think he's going to go Rich Hill on anybody. But he has moved his arm slot. And there's evidence of this. I'll link this in the post. You should click it. And he's not going to be a Cy Young contender. But he is getting crazy, crazy ground ball rates. He got like four double plays on on his first start. And he's just... I think he has a ground ball rate second only to Zach Britton over the last couple years, and he's moving back into the rotation. You can live and die by that ground ball. You can get Babip to death. He can give up a bunch of singles and be in trouble, but he can also get four double plays a game and get out of it. Uh, There's a lot of downside to this. Clayton Richard can get blown up, and he's not getting a bunch of strikeouts, so if you're in DFS or whatever, the ceiling's not great, you know? but it's an ugly day and there's ratios to get here and i don't feel great about it but i'm you know having some fun on this contest so i'm you know listening to what jeff wrote who again didn't say this is my new sleeper just we laughed at clayton richard before his first start and picked against him and then take another look and you're like he might be a pitcher, he might be I, a never, pitcher. I never i so. never laughed
1: at clayton richard
0: I did. I was like, "Yeah, he's a lefty. Pick against him. Franklin Gutierrez will get him." And <laughs> no, no, he handled Frago. The other problem is that uh, he doesn't have great control or anything either. There's the the upside's limited, but it's better than they thought. So yeah, the only other guy I looked at was Tyler Anderson, who uh, I like, and he has pitched well at course and he's at home, but he gets the Dodgers. I'm just not. Facing the Dodgers in Colorado. No thanks. And I'm a little bit intrigued by Tyler Anderson. I would take him getting the Padres at home, but not the Dodgers. No way. So, and Edinson Volquez had a area over five last year. He gets the Mets. I can't do it. No thanks. So, um, yeah, I can't believe you also picked Clayton.
1: I can't believe you picked Clayton Richard.
0: I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it.
1: You were going with Pat Corbin. I really was.
0: (sighs) That's a bad matchup for him, too. Um, okay, and then some hitters on Sunday to pick on all these bad, bad pitchers.
1: Uh, I'm I'm picking on Martin Perez with Oakland A's righties.
0: I put down two of them. I really like that. Okay. You should take Rajai Davis. Are you taking Rajai Davis?
1: No, he's not on my list.
0: Rajai Davis is only 49% owned, and it looks like they're going to let him just be their leadoff man almost every day in Oakland, at least for now, because they're such a stinky team. If they let him do that, he could be a ten homer, thirty steal guy, easy. Like Rajai Davis has some pop for a speed guy, and he's ancient. Is he, yeah, is he,
1: he's got to be like almost forty by now. He's been around forever.
0: He's around forever, and he's only forty nine percent owned. And your real deep leagues, I like him. Any day he's playing a lefty, I really like him. His power appears when he gets a lefty. Uh I seem to recall he hit a really important home run in the playoffs last accurate. year against a really good That's lefty. That's true. Uh, he he has slugging numbers against lefties, so he doesn't become just a speed mm. guy. He stole forty three bases last year. Did you know that?
1: I knew I, I knew he was over forty. I didn't know it was forty three exactly.
0: Oh my goodness! I'm looking at it now. He's thirty six years old. He's leading off for the A's. They just gave him the job. They're like, here, you lead up guy in the center field. They go nuts. So I don't know that he's going to be great all year. Uh, he gets a lefty in Martín Pérez. He's third on my list. I almost wish he was first, but I like it so. Yeah, who'd you have? Do you have Trevor Plouffe?
1: No, are you, are you kidding? I I found three guys who were at zero percent.
0: Trevor Plouffe is two percent owned and can hit lefties and is playing for the A's. But yeah, you're all right. Who are your sneaky mashers on the A's against Martin Perez?
1: Mark Kana is my A pick.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm going yeah.
1: Adam Rosales is my B.
0: Okay, he has some uh, he has some pop. And
1: yeah. Josh Fegley is my C.
0: And they're all zero percent, huh? Yes. I believe that, too. <laughs> so yeah. do I. Do you have a backup pick for another game?
1: No. I had to pick three. One of those guys is going to sneak in. I mean, they they have to fill out a lineup. They cannot... You know, one of those guys has got to sneak in there against Martin Perez. On a getaway day? Absolutely. I, I
0: I agree. I've been trying to pick from more than one game just in case it gets Okay, okay, out, okay. That's,
1: that's um, fair. In that case...
0: I'm not worried about it, though, that much. Worst case, our rule for this is if you're responsible for checking your guys and if you have to make a sub because they are none of them in, you just got to tweet it out for the game on Sunday. So, yeah, you can come up with anybody you want. Game time decision. But if somehow they get rained out there, they should be fine. I thought about Rajai Davis, and I still almost talked myself into it, Look at him there. I'm going to keep Homer hunting, though. It's going to be my strategy until we find this first one. So... I'm going after Wade Miley in Baltimore. Cause, oh my goodness, Wade Miley's bad. And he was real bad for the Orioles last year. He's back. He's still bad. He's left-handed. I want these Yankees righties. You know who the Yankees picked up? They can hit lefties. Chris Carter. Chris Carter should start on Sunday off the bench for the Yankees, get Wade Miley. I'm super in. I'm all in. I want it. And then I want uh, Aaron Judge also, who I mentioned earlier. And if I don't use him on Friday, basically if Puig doesn't get in, I want him on Sunday, getting Wade Miley also. And then I have Rajai Davis. And then if none of those guys get in, give me Gary Sanchez, 99% owned against Wade Miley, because that's going to be really ugly too. I would spend full price on Gary Sanchez getting Wade Miley. Oh, He's going to be bad. But I like the Martin Perez picking on, too. There, There's some A's to pick from there as well. So, yeah, that should do it for us for the weekend. This uh, contest is taking shape yeah. for sure. Matt, wh- what do you got? I've been telling you since we're doing shows twice a week now to, to hold up the things that, that you want to talk about for twice a week. What do you have for us before we get out of here on Friday? You were trying to talk to me about Baseball Mogul the other day. I
1: was. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, we, you know, we were talking about the, the Padres roster and how they you know they have four catchers mm-hmm. on the active roster, and what that reminded yeah. me was of uh, of a game called Baseball Mogul, which I that that game was the reason I was able to make it through winter break when we were teaching in Korea because I would just <laughs> I would just I, would, yeah. I could just I could lose eight hours to that game without even like you know breaking a sweat. Um, and what are it's it's text based only, and you essentially you run a baseball team, and it's you, you know you handle you yeah. know trades, free agency, draft, uh, you set you set ticket prices, set concession prices, uh, make TV deals, and it's it's a fantastic time waster. And one strategy that you could do is you make a roster of all catchers and. So, okay. so what's the strategy? We, to that? The strategy is to be as bad as possible because you've got catchers playing defense. You have got catchers playing offense. They're usually not, you know, they can't really play other positions, and and usually mm-hmm. they're not very good on offense. So you're trying to bottom out, you know, save as much money as you can, and re, you know, rebuild your farm system with high draft picks. And that's it. That it's it, it looked to me like the Padres were trying the all catchers theory from baseball, mogul, just trying to like rebuild their team with only using catchers.
0: One, I'm completely with you, except I was an out-of-the-park guy, not a baseball mogul guy. I don't know if you played out-of-the-park, but baseball, very similar. You
1: can get a—there's a, there's a freeware version of baseball, but there's not a freeware version of out-of-the-park, as far as I know.
0: I spent money on out-of-the-park a few times. I When I could put that many hours into it, it was worth it. But I, I know what you're saying. S- same concept. I'm totally in. Two, did you see what happened to Padres' fourth catcher slash pitcher, Christian Bethancourt, when he uh, made his debut on opening day? Did it go well or did it go poorly? He had uh, the yips, would be the Uh way to put it. He could not find his first pitch. He came in because Yulish got shelled. Uh, They lost, what, 14 3 on the first day? So we get to see the experiment on the opening day. He comes in. First pitch, airmails it to the backstop, and then has to run to cover home plate because guy's running it from third and scores, and he gets spiked and goes down hurt. So literally one pitch in, you're like, oh no, airmails it and he's hurt. He was okay. He stayed in the game, and then he like still couldn't find the strike zone. couple more wild pitches thrown all over the place. It looked bad. Probably nerves, you'd think, because he pitched in winter ball and was okay, but oh boy. It was it was a very Padres opening day, and it was yeah. So people were rooting for him. We want to see him do some stuff, but that was not the debut that he was hoping for as a pitcher at all. Gotcha. So yeah, but yes, I remember baseball so that we, mobile that we wanted
1: to discuss. Let's see other thing. This is all the problem is you screwed up my by texting me about your stupid
0: draft. <laughs> uh, that is a thing I did. Matt helped me draft people like Robert Gaselman. I talked to taking Devin Travis. You did. You did. I'm now on the hook for Devin Travis, thanks to Matt helping he's, me. Nobody's
1: drafting him, and he's probably going to put up double-digit, double-digit homers, double-digit steals, and, and hit two eighty.
0: I understand. I took him. I'm fine with it.
1: No, the the one I want to talk this quote from Harold Reynolds that you sent me. I don't. I can't believe that he said that.
0: So on Thursday, I didn't see it, but I saw on Twitter somebody say, and the quote is: "So again, this is hearsay." <laughs> Harold Reynolds says that he doesn't like K nine strikeouts per nine innings for relievers because they don't pitch nine (laughs) innings, so they should call it K one or K two, which is just a wild misunderstanding of how numbers work. That's all that is. That's just just not grasping the concept to begin with at all.
1: I honestly thought you made that up, like when when I when you said that to me.
0: It's possible somebody on Twitter did, but I saw it retweeted a few times. I I took it for Twitter gospel as having happened, and yeah, I I don't. Again, the the only response to that is, oh, you you don't get it. You don't get it, then, which is fine.
1: There's just so many things wrong with that statement. I don't even. Know, I just don't don't know where to start, honestly.
0: Yep, yep. That I there's nowhere to start other than you don't understand Harold Reynolds showing. Being Harold, absolutely, and I I completely believe that the sincerity of that as well. So, oh Harold, never change, never change at all. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for Friday? I,
1: I, I like the White Sox strategy of having all their games rained out so nobody has to watch them.
0: It's perfect. It's perfect. They can't lose if Correct. they don't play. right? Yeah. It just... The only way to win is to not play the game.
1: It's a, it's a war game scenario. It really is.
0: Yeah. That is that is basically what's going on the White Sox. It's good. They decided that instead of investing in good baseball players, they should invest in controlling the weather and then not I, play baseball. I'm
1: picturing Kenny Williams operating a massive weather machine every time they have a home game.
0: Oh, no. We have the Tigers coming to town? Crap. Who, who are they pitching?
1: Kenny, pull the lever. No, the, oh, oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, Stephen Piscotti. You saw what happened to him?
0: He took a ball to the noggin a few times.
1: Not just a few times in, like, the same game, in the same inning.
0: Yeah. He was happy to be wearing his helmet that day. Hey, guys. Dylan here. This is right about the time in the recording when my computer decided to blue screen, and I was really worried we almost lost this whole recording. But we didn't. But Matt went to bed. This is about the end of the show anyway. So thanks for listening. Sorry for the awkward, abrupt cutoff, but just be really happy for us that we did not have to re-record our podcast Thanks for listening. Follow me on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Follow Matt on Twitter at D underscore DFS. We're tweeting out our pics all the time and also just bantering. Make sure to subscribe to Fangraphs. Become a Fangraphs member if you want to support the podcast. We're not asking for any of your money directly to do it, but if you want to give back to the site and all the good stuff going on here, that's a good way to do it. You can also get ads taken away if you go there and want to give some money that way. That's a good way to give back to Fangraphs. Other than that, make sure to check out DFS stuff written every day by friend of the show, Brad Johnson. Make sure to listen to The Sleeper in the Bust with Paul Spore and Eno and Jason and all those guys. And, of course, Ben and Jeff are on Effectively Wild over now on the Fangraphs Network with us. And Carson Sestouli is doing podcasts on Fangraphs Audio all the time. We're all here. There's tons of content. You can listen to all of us. Matt and I will be back on Monday with another show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Field Stream